All right, let's do this thing. Hello and welcome to the Cowboy Chronicles, the Oklahoman's Oklahoma State football podcast. I am Scott Wright, your host, joined by Jacob Unruh and special guest, Colin Oliver. Colin, thank you, man. We really appreciate you coming on here with us. Are you hearing us yet, Colin? Yes, I can hear y'all now. Can y'all hear me? All right. All right. All right. Good deal. Well, All right. Colin, over. I'm just stressing out. Goodness, I feel old. Oh, my God. Hey, uh, listen, what you, what you missed earlier was we were talking, Scott and I have these technical difficulties all the time on our podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because we are old. And so keep uh, in with us. It's fine. Welcome. Um, dude, I, so I'm not going to lie. It's not something I want to hear right now. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Literally, I'm I'm more than twice your age. So if, if Jacob's trying to throw you in with me, don't let him do that. Don't let him do that. <laughs> All right, Colin. Well, uh, well, listen. We've uh, we've kind of given our thoughts on the game, but obviously the people that are here want to hear from you. So we're going to start with the football game itself, and uh, and just just talk about this Kansas State game and and you know what this matchup looks like in in your eyes and and what you guys, especially on defense, can do to take advantage of, of, of opportunities on Friday night. Yeah, well, first of all, apologies to everybody paying attention uh, and listening to this, but uh, you know I had some technical difficulties. But uh, you know I feel like our our game plan and our scheme for this week is, has, has been tremendous. Um, you know, we're just now getting a week two preparation of this week, um, you know, prepping for Kansas State and, uh, you know, see, seeing what their offense and stuff looks like. Um, you know, going through our, our stout plans and our game plans and, you know, just uh, really honing in on uh, what these guys like to do and uh, how we can attack them. So. So in the uh, in the first week of of these this two week gap, did you get some time to to kind of do some self scouting and 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 focus on yourselves for a little while before you got into K State game plan? Yeah, definitely. You know, you you always want to you know try and uh, limit the mistakes that you made in the past because uh, you know teams are going to probably try and exploit those in the next next couple of weeks and uh, see where you where you're where you're lacking that in your defense. And you know, I want to get some of those uh, faults cleaned up uh, as much as we can before we head on to Kansas State's game plan. And that's what we did those first uh, two days. We came back from uh, the loss at Iowa State. Um, you know, we just hold in on those mistakes we made and, you know, make sure we're not going to make them again. And, uh, you know, from there, you know, we just got to focus on uh, Kansas State. So that's raw right now. Well, what have you – seen from Kansas State offensively. What do you look to kind of, I don't know, maybe exploit? What kind of secrets can you give us there? What, what do you what do you look at from them? Yeah, just a, a lot of trickery, uh, a whole lot of, you know, motions and, you know, try, smoke and mirrors, trying to get your eyes in the wrong place and uh, get you off your assignment. Um, you know, how we limit that is by holding in our technique, like I said, and our responsibilities in each call. Um, the, the coach and all of those our way. And, uh, you know, just doing our job, nothing more than that's just uh, doing what we need to do in that specific call. That, you know, that's how you limit this stuff. So, are they much different after last season with some change in personnel? You know, different. I mean, you face the quarterback they have now, but you know, Deuce Vaughn's gone. Some of the receivers are gone. Are they? Are they much different? It's uh, it's the same scheme. I mean, they're, I'm sure the offensive court. I don't know honestly, but I'm sure the offensive coordinator still there, isn't he? Uh, so, you know, that's, it's, it's the same scheme. Uh, you know, they do it a little bit different, but, you know, they're going to do what they know works best. And, you know, what got them, ultimately we got them to a Big 12 championship last year. Um, the, that same style of offense. And they probably perfected even more, which is uh, even more reason why I'm going to, you know, lock in for this week. I'm uh, curious about this, Colin. Uh, obviously, Oklahoma State or Oklahoma is going to be leaving the Big 12. Oklahoma State is going to be uh, left without a, a natural rival. Is Kansas State a team that could that could sort of fit in that role a little bit? 
Yeah, they. I mean, they would be up for 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 uh, for for that role. Uh, you know, we have a lot of other teams for it as well. But uh, you know, Kansas State and Oklahoma State. I mean, I bet we had a lot of good games over the past couple of years. Um, from what I remember, so uh, yeah, I mean that that would be up, up for consideration if it's there. In terms of of memories, um, I want to ask first. Uh, I want to ask about twenty twenty one, but first, I, I want to ask this about last year because yeah. obviously everybody remembers how difficult that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much? How much does a game like that still linger with the team? I mean, I know it's been almost a full calendar year at this point, so um, you know, I, I'm sure there's a, a good part of that that you've put behind you. But but how much does that linger in a week like this? Yeah, it. Uh, you know, you try not to make it linger as much as you think it will but ultimately still going to be there it lets the bad taste in our mouth um and, and we don't want that to happen again and uh you know that's what we've been saying this whole week you know we don't want what last year did to us happen again this year regardless of if we're losing or winning our games we still want to go out there and have fun playing football we don't want to lose ourselves in the losses or you know how, how the season's going for us so just really uh focusing in on you know our jobs really you know that's, that's all we can do um, regardless of what they did to us last year, it's in the past. It's going to be in our minds too, but it's in the past, so you can't really focus on it a lot. You just have to focus on, you know, what you're going to do to them this year. So, all right. Well, let's go back to 2021 then. Uh, that was obviously a, a win for you guys. Uh, 31-20, really important one during that that season where you guys end up going 12 and two. Any any good memories? Any big things that stick out from that game for you? Uh, I remember I let off a little uh, kick return go for a touchdown. That's not a good memory, but you know it's it's a memory nonetheless. But not nah, uh, uh, I had a uh, me and I, I think me and Malcolm, uh, Malcolm, I almost had a touchdown, fumble recovery touchdown. Malcolm got it before I did. I had a couple of TFLs that game as well, a couple of missed sacks as well. Uh, no, no, you know, no striking members with Kansas State. I, I'm not gonna lie to you, 2021. There's no, there's not a lot of them. So. I was still a youngster, though, so, you know, I, I didn't go on until about later that season. But <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Jacob, anything else from you before we uh, we jump to some some fan questions here? I, I actually kind of think it's time for some fan questions. I, they're they're going to ask calling questions, so it's time yeah. for them to ask some questions. Hey, I held them long enough for my technical difficulties, so I think they're ready. <laughs> Good deal. All right. Where should we start? a very good question where do we start gotta raise your hand to make sure i'm I'm, I'm now told you gotta raise your hand if you want to ask a question Mm -hmm. so i'm now sorry would like to uh would like to participate and jump in right now this is your chance raise your hand and uh and we'll get around to you If not, we can come up with more questions. We, we've got that's right. So we can uh, we can we can talk we can talk for hours yeah. with uh, well, with Colin. Well, we'll, we'll get this. We're sick enough. Yeah, no, and Colin's talked to us a lot though too. It's like we want to talk to someone else besides us. So <laughs> yeah, you guys are right. Yeah. I just got it growing on them. Yeah, just <laughs> did. We we were debating whether we were going to uh, request you for uh, for post practice uh tomorrow just to make you come back and talk to us more yeah uh, we'll, we'll probably let you slide on this yeah. one man i was flattered scott i was flattered <laughs> i remember i've been lying about you i was looking up the super 30 story i wrote about you in your high school year your senior year so. 2020 that's right or 2020 i should say that was a while ago yeah makes him feel yeah, a little way back there <laughs> oh whatever oh, so, right. I mean, <laughs> 
All right. Well, good deal. Um, that uh, with with I don't see any hands up, so we'll move on to our uh, to our next segment right now. Uh, get a little back a bit into uh, into you playing some linebacker, and this one that we're probably going to start. But you guys brought up uh, the Edmund Santa Fe days. Um, go back whether it's Santa Fe or even even farther to uh, to Little League. What other positions did you play? Because everybody knows you were a defensive end. Uh, I believe you did you play some receiver or tight end at Santa Fe, and, and obviously now you're making the move to linebacker. But where else did you play? Yeah, I uh, played freshman year. I'll start freshman year high school. I played a. Uh, wide receiver and uh, linebacker and then my sophomore year is when I moved from linebacker to defensive end I wasn't on offensive side anymore um and then from then on I was just well junior year I moved back to linebacker and uh my senior year I played a little bit of linebacker but I, the rest of that year I was mostly defensive end so it's kind of up and down you know what I'm saying uh a lot of position changes throughout my years literally gosh if I can go back that far I'm sure I was a linebacker I was on the defensive line middle league I know I was a lot in middle school I was a linebacker as well um I played a little bit of quarterback in seventh and eighth grade uh, in middle school but yeah that's, that's pretty much all I did <laughs> I had I had you as a running back in that story where I wrote back on the day on you was where you were running back in little league too you remember that uh yes I was I was a running back I, I played linebacker running back for Edmund Moore, Edmund Bulldogs, the Little League okay. team. I forgot what league that's it. Uh, and then uh, for the PCL Panthers, I play I play running back as well. Awesome. Well, we have we have our first guest. Right. Ready. Good deal. We we, uh, we have our first guest ready to ask a question. So right. um, we What's can up, man? get to that. Hey, Con. Uh, my name is Tyler. Uh, I had a question, but that somebody asked in the chat, and it kind of like motivated me to ask something more fun yeah uh i know like when i exercise or i work out i'm always looking forward to my motivation is the food at the end what is your go-to post-game meal post-game meal you gotta go with the water burger the one here at least in Stillwater, is amazing gotta go with water burger i'm i'm taking a, a double cheeseburger Gosh, this sounds this sounds make me sound like I'm fat, but Donald's needing a fry to power eight. That's a go to right there. No, no, that's awesome, man. Thank you. <laughs> yep. I will follow up follow up on that. Uh what's what's pregame look like? I'm guessing there's a lot of protein involved there. Yeah. You gotta get the or for me at least I, I like to keep it consistent. We have a, a plethora of options, but I, I keep it narrow to um spaghetti. With sauce, uh, marinara sauce, and then you have the the chicken chicken in there as well, and then you throw some corn on your plate, and that, that's me before uh, for a game. So. Good deal. All right. Well, uh, Tyler, thank you for jumping in with uh, with that. We'll circle back around to uh, to some some linebacker talk. Um, here's one thing I'm I'm curious about. I'm going to throw some numbers out at you first. Your uh, your true freshman season, 2021. You played 374 snaps the entire season. Last year, 461. This year, now that you've moved to linebacker, you played 238 already, almost 60 snaps a game. Mm-hmm. Um, for for a guy who uh, – obviously, there were different things being asked of you as a defensive lineman. Um, mm-hmm. But how has the, the endurance aspect of this and being on the field more played into uh, into – whether it's your preparation or just how difficult a Saturday can be or whatever it is. Honestly, it's, it's, you know, when you're playing, you don't really feel, you don't really feel sore. None of that stuff. That's really, you know, after uh, a post game. Um, so during the games, I'm not going to lie. I feel great. I'm in great shape right now. Coach Glass is, is amazing in that aspect and he gets this right. 
Um, but I, you know, it, you really feel it, you know, after the game. And, you know, it's honestly the biggest change it's made to me is that it's made me take my body more seriously. Um, you know, I've, I've been going to the training room a lot more, getting in the cold tanks and hot tubs a lot more, uh, trying to take care of my body more. So that, that, that's, that's, you know, that's what I can tell a, a difference from my freshman and sophomore year. All right. Looks like we got another another guest ready to jump in. So we will uh, we will not wait around. We'll let our next uh, our next fan jump in with a question. Hey, Colin. Hey, What's man. Up? What's up? Uh, I was curious. Uh, th- throughout your three year career, at Oklahoma State, what is one part of your game uh, that you think you've improved on the most, uh, and where do you think you can really uh, fo- focus to improve on here before you take the next step to the uh, NFL? That's a good question. Uh, I feel like these three years I've improved vastly on. I wouldn't even say it's a technique thing. It's more of a just feeling, feeling out the game of football. Uh, you know, understanding situations and uh, why offenses do what they like to do. I, so I'd say my mental has improved a lot, and I want to continue to improve that as well as a, a plethora of other things I want to improve on uh, throughout the course of my career. But I'd say my mental, my mental capabilities or high IQ, I guess you could say. In terms of football, football IQ has improved a whole lot in at least two years. So. That's great to hear. What is like a typical uh, breakdown for you look like in preparation for a game in terms of watching film, meetings, stuff like that? Yeah, well, you know, I get the help of my coach sometimes, but, you know, other times I watch them by myself. And I like to, you know, see, you know, what the third and longs look like. You may want to go from – you want to obviously start at first and tens, you know, see what they like to do on first downs. They may be a 50 50 team. They may run the ball a lot. Uh, they may like to pass on first downs. From there, you go to your second and shorts or second and longs, depending on what they like to do on first downs. Um, and from there, you can, you can really dissect what the team likes to do. I feel like third down really tells the team, though, because you know what they're mm-hmm. really what they're going to. I mean, that's their identity. That's what yeah. they lean on. You know what I mean? So if it's like a third and short, they might like to pass a lot more than they would. And that gives mm-hmm. you. Pass more so, uh, and then if you get a team that likes to run more like Kansas State on third downs to make it easier for them on fourth down to run the ball or go mm-hmm. for it, which we'll do, you know, it's just it's you know, I could talk on and on about it, it's just a whole lot of stuff that goes into it, but though, just uh, watching the film and dissecting stuff like that is, is really a it's really a kick dance for me, so very cool. Thanks, Colin. Yep, no problem. Awesome, thank you, Donald, for that. Uh, that question, uh, kind of following up on that a little bit colin is is film study different for you now at linebacker yeah it's uh very different because uh, i mean what i just told you i have to look at a whole lot more stuff than just the offensive tackle um and a running back and maybe a quarterback as well i have to look at everybody on the field I mean, uh, i'll let them guys see what they all like to do and uh you know from there just uh you know put myself on the field uh with the play that we may be installing that week and uh you know see what i and play and what my responsibility needs to be in that play. Um, so, like I said, there's a whole lot that goes into it. But, yeah, um, film studies is very important now that I'm a linebacker. Uh, not that it wasn't important to defensive line. It's just, you know, you have you have to know what you're doing at linebacker uh, at all times. So. On kind of the other the other side of that, are you – uh, are you still as in tune with maybe what a, say, a right tackle does – uh, or did you have more time to devote to that when you were a defensive end, whereas maybe you don't have as much time to focus on uh, little technical things like that now? 
would say uh, timing isn't really an issue for me. I, I try and make as much time as I can. Um, it's really just how often I watch a tackle. Um, I may not watch it as much as I used to playing defensive line because, uh, I, I mean, honestly, it wouldn't be that important to me as a linebacker that would be as defensive lineman. But when we do get in those four-down situations when I'm on the line, that's what they – uh, the film study comes into play, and that's when I can, you know, uh, showcase what I what I was watching on film. You know, uh, just go from there. So, all right, one last question before we yeah, before we wrap up this segment, and then I'll give Jacob another chance because I keep cutting him off here. But um, uh, uh, one thing I've always I've always enjoyed, and you told me this story last year after practice one time uh, about kind of the the origin of your sack celebration and what it initially meant and then what it came to mean. And, uh, and I didn't notice you have one sack this year, but I didn't notice if you did the celebration. So is that, is it, is it continuing is my, uh, my first question. And then the second part of the question is if you could just, uh, if you could just share the story of, uh, of kind of the, the, uh, uh, the, the full transition of the sack celebration. Yeah. So, uh, I, that one sack that I had is, I mean, it's, <laughs> the celebration is still going to be there. It's just, I, I felt like it wasn't the time for it. You know what I mean? You don't want to, uh, you know, do all that stuff when you're down. Um, you know, I feel like once our team starts clicking, once we start having, you know, uh, more fun, you know, and, and going out there at balling, that's what I mean. You start having fun on the field and, you know, showcasing that, that celebration. But when the time's right, I should say that's when it's going to come back. Um, and uh, for me, the, the celebration really just started when I was playing 2K and I, I saw the celebration on 2K. I thought it was pretty cool. So I took it from, uh, and then, you know, a couple of guys, you know, turned it into like a, a, a money thing when originally it wasn't a money thing. It was like, I think someone was throwing roses or something like that. Um, so it turned into a money thing, you know, transition to, uh, you know, spreading the wealth. And this is the slogan I came up with and, you know, from there, you know, it went pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty viral from there. So. I, I remember you telling me that story last year too. And, I was asking different guys last season about, hey, all their sack celebrations, Brock Martin and his, you know, hog tying or, and, uh, you know, Kyle Lacey's baseball sling and stuff. And um, who's, got, who's got the best sack celebration on the team now that those guys are gone to and on your lap? You know what I'm going to say, Jack. It was me. I, I don't think anybody oh, okay. my sack celebration like at all. So uh, that's no knock to the other guys. They just don't have it like me, you know what I mean? They, they, ain't got, they don't have the, the celebration. I, I can come up with a celebration for every one of my teammates. And it'd be hard. They they just I mean, I, I you know I, I come over a lot of celebrations, so I got handshakes and all that stuff. It's all it's all off the dome too. I know what I'm doing. So, <laughs> is, is, can you design them? Then do you, do you design the sack celebrations for their guys? They come. Oh, no, no. I could do it for any of uh, any of the other guys. And when they just don't ask me, you know. But they I mean, everybody knows what mine is, and I made it hard. Originally, people wouldn't have thought it was pretty cool, but I made it cool. So uh, they, they, need, they need to come get at me if they want a celebration. That's awesome. That's great. Well, we've got another uh, fan ready to ask a question. So we'll bring that fan on here to ask a question, Colin. How's it going? Hey, Colin. How you doing? Doing good, man. How are you? Good. I kind of have a two-part question for you. Uh, first right. off, what game are you most looking forward to this year? And what's been the most difficult quarterback you've had to had to play against so far in your career? I say game I'm looking forward to probably. I mean, you know, I'm gonna say Bedlam. Uh, it's always a fun game. We have it at home this week or this year, so that'll be a pretty cool game. You know, getting to see a couple of my buddies over there in Norman. Um, you know, Trace, for example, and you know all those guys over there. 
that I know. Um, it'll be a pretty cool environment, I'm sure. Hopefully, it's at night, and uh, you know, uh, you know, hopefully, all this stuff goes good for us. Um, and uh, what was your second part of the question? My bad, I forgot. Yeah, well, what's been like the most difficult quarterback, or like your favorite quarterback to to play against so far in your career? That is a great question. I had I've been playing against a lot of quarterbacks. I say Brock Purdy. Yeah, I think uh, I gotta go Caleb Williams actually. Yeah, that was. Mm. Yeah, I gotta go Caleb Williams there. I just thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> easily the hardest one I play against easily. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, no problem, bro. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk Bedlam more later, but Caleb Williams made me think of that run he had late in the game against you guys that that made everyone's heart drop. Um mm-hmm. I forget where were you on that play? Um I was getting triple team and getting put on my butt on the far on their sideline. <laughs> <laughs> If, yeah, so you were way on the play. Yeah, I was. You were well, right. I was. Oh man, I was nowhere near. I tried to work a couple moves on this tackle. The guard comes off on me, and then the center came off on me, and then there was rest from there. The dude was guard. So, yeah. You you like, how difficult was Caleb? Like, what made him so tough? I uh, oh, I mean, it's just stuff you can't teach, right? I mean, like finding certain holes and throwing these passes that you know he just can't teach uh, off one foot and. And get the side arm and all that stuff. There's just a lot of stuff you can't teach that he showed out there. So it is a real tough play. I guess he was all right. He's all right. We have one. We have another guest ready for another question too. We'll bring uh, the next guest on as well. Hey, Gollin, how are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Good, good. All right. So my my sort of off the cuff question here: What do you listen to before a game? What's your hype music? Is it the same? Is it a genre? Or like the one song that just like does it for you every time? There's a genre. I listen to a lot of music. I'm, I'm very versatile when it comes to that. I'll go country a little bit. I can't listen to country all the time, but I'll go country a little bit. Uh, I, I love R&B. I love neo-soul. I love a little bit of pop music, rock music, uh, a little bit of rap. So all that stuff. I say my go-to right now. You know what's funny is I listen to it on the uh, on the walk every single time. Uh, it's called Reasons by Earth, Wind, and Fire. I just get a vibe. It's a it's a great vibe when you walking down. You see all these people and you listen to that song. I don't know what it is, but it's 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 really called one of my favorite songs by uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. So Reasons by Earth, that's Wind, awesome. Fire. Yeah, go listen to it. All their stuff is just like sonically. It just sounds so good too. You know exactly. what I mean? Especially yeah. like if you're plugged in and it's just like, it hits, it hits right. It does. <laughs> right on. Very cool, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Tony, for the question. I think we've got Scott back with us here. And uh, I am, I am back. I, I came in right on some talk about earth, wind and fire. So <laughs> I'm going to have to go subscribe to the, my own podcast and listen because I, I want to hear that conversation without making Colin go all, all over all of it uh, <laughs> again. Um, before I, before we move on, there's one question that I've been really curious about. What game is the jersey on your wall behind you from? The yes of all 2021. Yeah. All right. And then I, I had a feeling that might be it, but I wasn't positive. Yeah. Both of those gloves I wore in the bowl game last year, and then the ones at the bottom I wore the Fiesta Bowl 2021. So, Yeah. Pretty cool. I like it. Mm, I'm on Fraser. So, uh, tell us it. Thank you. 
Good deal. So, uh, is there some, got some grass stains on that thing and all and all that then too? Oh yeah, it's it stinks, but you can't really smell it. If you took it out the frame, it'd stink. Uh, <laughs> you get uh, you get grass stains all over that thing, especially on the front. You can't see the front, but it's bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> well, good deal, Jacob. I'm going to yield to you since I missed so much. I don't want to start repeating things that you guys talked about while uh, while I was having yeah, a lot of technical you- difficulties. <laughs> I think we're actually ready to move on to the next segment here. We're uh, okay. we're rolling right along here, and so we talked some more about the sacks and how he still thinks he has the best sack celebration on the team, which I'm not going to disagree with him. Um, you know, all that uh, everything. So now we're going to move on to the part where we talk more about your personality a little bit here, Collis. Um, and you you mentioned Waterburger as your go-to post-game meal earlier. Is that your favorite restaurant in, in Stillwater, or you have a different one? No, I'd have to say my favorite restaurant is probably Red Rock. Just the amount of food you can get out of there and the versatility from there's it's amazing. I love Red Box. Yeah, they're they're really good. Their cookies are really good too. Yeah. <laughs> I like the waffle, uh the waffle sausage waffle thing. I don't know what they call it, but sausage Ooh. waffle sandwich or something like that. It's great. Well, sounds good. I'm a Thai Loco guy myself, so I uh, Oh yeah. I'm I love going over Thai Loco. <laughs> that place is good too. Yeah, Colin, do you have a, uh, a favorite Mike Gundy story from your uh, your time at Oklahoma State? Uh, Texas 2021. When we, uh, we Texas 2021, he came in there. Actually, this last year, too, when we met him, came in the fucking room, and uh, he tried to start a speech, but, uh, you know, during the speech, he just started breakdancing, and everybody just got lit. Um <laughs> It's probably one of the funniest moments I've ever been a part of. The, uh, it, one of the funnest moments I've ever been a part of. Uh, uh, it was just, it was, oh my God, it was a time. Uh, we had all the coaches in there dancing too. Everybody had their phones out recording. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty fun. That was probably my favorite one. My favorite part about that moment was that at Texas in 2021, the the interview room is a tiny little room right next to the locker room. So we could hear all of this stuff going on. We couldn't understand what was happening, so we knew that you guys were really excited about yeah. about a lot of stuff going on in there. It's, it was pretty entertaining just to uh, for him sit there and hear the the noise coming through the wall. I've got to ask: Did did, uh, did Jim Knowles dance that day? I think he did. I can't. Oh, Coach Knowles is so low key about it, though. I don't. I can't remember. I think he did though. Oh, Coach Knowles. He probably did know him. Even if he did, it was probably pretty subtle, right? Yeah, like it, it, was a, it wasn't. It wasn't. He wasn't break dancing. Nah, he wasn't break dancing. He, he wasn't getting love. He was he, not. Getting love. He's probably sitting in the corner, just kind of shaking a little bit, kind of swaying, isn't he? That's uh, probably every small sport. Yeah, that that sounds about right. No codes and those. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, Colin, we've had we've had a lot of fans here, and of course, more of them will can uh, can jump in if they want to. Uh, they want to ask some some questions, and um, of course, raise your hand if you want to jump in. But just a, a kind of a broad question about the fans: What do the fans mean to you? Yeah, they mean a lot to me. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, I, I love I love going out there and playing for our fans. I'm not gonna lie; uh, that's that's really one of the biggest things I like about college football is you know you get to play in front of a group of what about sixty thousand people cheering you on, cheering your team on. Uh, so that's definitely one of the funnest things to do. I uh, was playing in front of them, play for them. 
Uh, I know it's been a little rocky these first couple games, but, you know, I'm, I'll give him a word of advice. Just stay patient with us. You know, we're getting everything figured out, and, the, you know, stuff is going to start clicking for us. Um, but besides that, man, they mean a lot to us, especially the support and the loyal ones. Uh, at least stay 10 toes down for our team, regardless of what uh, any of our uh, – uh, uh, games outcomes may be, um, so you know, just 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 those along the truth, and I, I love it, and they mean the world to me and our team. There's a little bit of a curveball, so if you don't have a story, that's okay. But do you have like a weird story of of like like running into a fan at a place where you didn't expect to see somebody, or um, just a, a a really fun fan interaction that you've had somewhere that you maybe weren't expecting it? Yeah, I had a couple in. CVS when I was picking up some meds, uh, some of those uh, the, the the doctors back there are working, or uh, they they were uh, talking. And, you know, I I went up there and they didn't notice me. I had a hood on at first. They didn't notice me, and uh, you know I told them my name, and <laughs> it was like three of them. Were, they gave me like a big, <laughs> and that was pretty cool to me. Cause I don't, I don't consider myself a that. I don't consider myself that big of a name, but uh, yeah, that was, that was real cool for me. You know, it was just. I don't know. It, it gave me a, it gave me a smile. You know, I, I, I laughed and I said, "They had to take pictures," and I took pictures with them. It was, it was a pretty cool moment for me, honestly. Maybe for them, it was cool, but you know, for me, that that was that was that was insane. <laughs> one other thing, uh, I I don't think you guys would have uh, would have talked about this one on our list. So if you did, Jacob, just jump in and stop me. But do you have a favorite uh, team tradition? Uh, it's gotta, I gotta say singing on alma mater after a win. I mean, there's no other answer, right? That's, I mean, that's, that's one of my favorite things to do. I used to, you know, brush it off as a freshman and last year a little bit I did when we win, but you know, this job embracing it and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's real cool. It's real cool going out there and doing that stuff. So I may have to hop in the band one time, you know, and like direct them or something like that. I feel like that'd be a pretty cool deal, but <laughs> no, it's, uh. Yeah, doing it all after the point is definitely my favorite tradition. Maybe the uh, the band is if you win Bedlam, right? Maybe that's what you do. You try to oh, lead the band. That might, you might have a good idea for me. I might have to do that. I might have to do that. I'm just thinking about it right now. <laughs> well, speaking of Bedlam wins in Stillwater, uh, they uh, they rushed the field after uh, after that one in 2021. Did you, uh, did you, did you have to uh, kind of battle your off the field that day? Yeah, I was actually sitting on the uh, bench for a cool like five minutes after that last play. Uh, I couldn't catch my breath. Everybody was just on me and stuff. And finally, when I got enough from the bench, I mean, the field was full. I had to direct my way through. I had somebody guide me through. I don't know who it was, but he just led me to the locker room. I was so tired, I couldn't think. Uh, <laughs> um, tells a, a lot of fan stops, a lot of pictures, a lot of head taps and hard and shoulder pad hits, but. Um, yeah, it was pretty fun. All right. I think we've got another gift rate but to jump in and ask Colin Oliver a question. Hey, hello. Colin, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing good, man. So I got a question for you. How do you feel about Coach Prime and Buffalo coming into the Big 12? And what are more generally, what are your thoughts about you know what they've been able to do so far this year? And I think they're a big brand, and they're going to continue to grow. I feel like, you know, next year their recruiting efforts are going to – I mean, it's going to be effortless recruiting-wise. They're going to get stars after stars coming in there, especially seeing what they're doing this year. 
Um, so, you know, that's going to be no problem for them. Uh, you know, they're going to have a great group next year, and they're going to come into this uh, conference, and they're going to they're going to they're going to make some noise. Uh, you know, they're going to be a real good team, and you know, playing for Coach Prime, I mean, I'm sure they ain't nothing like it. Um, so, yeah, I'm here. I'm I'm real impressed with what they're doing so far. You know, I feel like they're going to continue to grow. They're a great team. Yeah, def- definitely excited to see them. Well, rest of this year, but next year as well. No doubt. Right, well, awesome. Thank you very much for that uh, for that question, uh, Colin. Following up on uh, on that a little bit, um, obviously, no time is limited for you because you're you're a junior already. You don't know what schedules is going to be like in in future Big Twelves. But have you ever been to Colorado just just like on a, on like a vacation or anything? I've been through Colorado. I've never like stayed there. Um, I've ju- I've driven through Colorado a couple of times. But I, no, I've never uh, stayed there for a vacation. It's an interesting place. I've covered a couple of games up there, and and players talk about the uh, you know the 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 an altitude, the thin air of the altitude being making things a little bit difficult. You gotta you yeah. gotta be prepared for it and, and and figure it out. It's tough. Yeah, I've heard about that. I didn't know how uh, serious it was, but I'm I'm sure it is pretty tough to play up here. All right, I was gonna deal. You've also got, you've also got a vacation in Colorado sometime, Colin. Like you just you gotta go. Yeah, somewhere in vacation. I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful place to be. Usually, I'm not a hey, I'm I'm not a big vacation guy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I'd rather just stay home than go out. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> okay, okay. Fair enough. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate so, on that. Hey, a little fun fact, that. y'all. That's a, that's that's a little fun fact for y'all. Okay. okay. Well, that that was actually one of our questions. It's just kind of what goals and interests you have outside of football. Uh. I have a lot of aspirations outside of football. Um, I'd be lying to you if I if I told you specifically what I wanted to do. I know I want to do something in the marketing field and uh, you know with branding. Um, I yeah, I've, I've I've yet to truly dive into that. Um, my focus right now is you know obviously football and you know what I can do in my future in football. Um, but until then, you know, I'm just obviously I want to get a degree as well. Y'all know me. I was almost I'm not a scholar, but I'm, I'm a degree. Um, no, so, uh, no, it's a. Uh, I mean, future plans to me just override what I. Future plans of football for me override what I'd like to do outside of football as of right now. Not that I'm not planning on that and stuff, you know what I mean? But um, I'm, I'm really focused on you know, where this football thing could take me right now. So, yeah, it's a long, long answer for a short question, but yeah. No, you're, you're, look, look, your, your parents will be proud to hear that you want to get that degree too, I bet. You know, because yeah. you're. Or they're athletes too, right? I know your your dad played college football, and, and your mom was an athlete. Just um, kind of what what was their influence, and uh, you know what does sports kind of mean to you growing up too? Yeah, it meant, it meant the world to me. You know, my dad played swimming, my mom too, basketball and uh, football, and you know they met in there. And uh, sports have been around my family for a long time, um, going back to my grandfather and my grandma. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a part of my life for a long time, and you know, I mean, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I know nothing else, but as of right now in my life, I know nothing else but football. Uh, growing up, I knew then football. Um, you know, obviously, you know, my mom taught me. She she was the one to give me my grades and stuff like that. But uh, you know, I, I I was always just a you know sports guy. Football, I want to play sports. I want to do this and that. And uh, you know, I put myself in a great position to. You know, do 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 well in football. And worry about my future in football as well. Um, so you know, I yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a part of my life for a long time. But 
towards it. All right, man. Well, uh, let's jump in with a, a few more football questions, and uh, and if any other fans want to jump in as well, uh, we got uh, we got some time for that. I, I'm told you have a 9 p.m. bedtime, so we'll try to wrap yeah. up before that. Okay. Yes, Luke <laughs> Curtis. Right. So, what uh, with 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 the way things have gone the last couple of weeks and, and this season overall, where does improvement start? Where what's what's kind of the the first step to getting you guys on track to to what you guys know you're capable of. There's two things, man. Practice and film. Uh, we have we have the guys to do what we want to do. It's just a matter of doing that stuff, really keying in on why you want to do the stuff that we're capable of doing. Like, and if you truly want to do the stuff we're capable of doing, and if you're cap- if you want to do the stuff that we're capable of doing, keying in on film and practice is, is going to be a big thing for us. Um, and it'll it'll dictate the rest of our season uh, how many guys want to come along with this and uh, you know just just really uh, go on this journey with us because I mean I'm, I'm telling you guys that I, I mean I've I've been saying it's just spring ball and I've I've never like I've never felt a, a doubt about what we can be and what we how, what we want to be I feel like we can do that um, it's just it's just going to take a lot of locking in. And uh, you know a lot of practice and field setting, man. That's that's all you can do. So um, uh, once we get all that stuff, uh, you know, figured out, you know, things will start to click, and before you know it, you know, you know, good things will happen for us. All right. Well, uh, they they just showed the uh, the schedule graphic. You guys are home for four of the next five, which which happens to be nice. At, at the uh, at, at the end of that, I know you. I know. I know you're not a guy to be looking ahead too far, but uh, but we don't we won't get a chance to bring you back for Bedlam Week, as far as we know. So uh, we got to we got to talk a little bit about that game and that uh, that rivalry. Obviously, being the last the Big Twelve era, how big would a win be in that ball game? It'll be a it'll be huge for us. Um, I'm I'm not going to say that like all these other games don't matter as well because they do. And uh, you know, I'll tell you guys straight up, I I could I could honestly as a as a football player care less about who we play i just want to win every game that we can um but you know i know that a bedlam is a huge robin free hot robin for our fans and i understand that i'm not blind to it um so it's going to be a huge game for not only our fans but for us because it is a i mean they're going to the sec next year and uh you know it'll, it'll be a great atmosphere i know our fans will bring the juice and uh, i feel like by then we should be clicking so um you know, things things should go all right for us in that game, and uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to it for sure. And now, now you've got plans to go direct the band, so um, <laughs> yeah, I got you know, I, I, it's on my bucket list. I, I got I got to direct the band. Motivation. And that's my only motivation for me to get. Well, another motivation might be you know uh, you mentioned him earlier, but you're opposite Trace Ford now, um, and and not in a negative way here because I know you love Trace. We all love Trace. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of what's the relationship like? What's it? What's it gonna be like uh, on the opposite side from him? Yeah, it'll be crazy. Um, first time since I was probably on JV as a freshman in high school that I'm on the opposite side of the track. Uh, it's gonna be diff, very different. Um, seeing him out there with thirty on and all that good stuff flying around. But I'm, I'll tell you one thing. I'm excited to see what he's done. He should have had a touchdown yesterday, by the way, but I'm not going to tell you about that. I clowned him. I clowned him for it. 
That's a good. I need this. Yeah. Uh, no, those hands are phones. But no, uh, he's he's going to do great things for OU. Um, I'm just glad that he's having fun there, and you know, he he's not regretting his decision to go there. Which is, you know, I mean, you, you'd hate to do that if you're transferring somewhere, and you know, you go to a place and you know you don't like where you're at, and you know. You don't like how things are going for you, but Trace is the complete opposite of that. He's enjoying his time there. He's loving what they're doing with him. Um, and I've been watching a lot of film uh, on him. We ha- we get it on our cloud, and uh, you know I, I just gl- glazed through a couple of games that they played, and he looks real good out there. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be real crazy seeing him. I, I just can't wait to you know see him after the game and dab it up with him. But, you know, uh, just talk, chat it up with him a little bit. So yeah, it, it'll be pretty crazy though. It'll be pretty crazy. So. You mentioned he took number thirty. What did you think of that? I was, I'm not gonna lie. I know a lot of people probably didn't like. I loved it. Uh, I, I loved it. Uh, it was cool. You know, me and him having the same number. Uh, I'm not gonna lie though. I make it look better, but I'm not gonna tell him that. Um, <laughs> but but no, it's a it's pretty it's a pretty cool thing. Uh, him having thirty. Uh, I don't know why. I don't even think that number means a lot to me. It's just like it's just. I don't, I've just been wearing this in my freshman year, so. <laughs> um, Maybe uh, I don't know. It, it'll it'll be crazy. Though. It'll be crazy just seeing him in that. I mean, it's it's not that big of a deal to me, but you know, it's a number. Cool. It, it looks cool. So, so was it just a uh, was it just a, a team issue that, that you showed up? That's what they handed you. That, honestly, Scott, I I came to OSU wearing eighty one my spring of my freshman year, and I was getting clowned for that. So I just asked Coach Clemens, what's another number you guys have that's available? He said 30, and I was like, yeah, let's let's go with 30. I wanted to wear 18, which is my high school number, or 25, but JT, Jason Taylor, had that number at the time. Um, so, yeah, 30 it was, and, you know, here we are. So, Yeah, I got a feeling JT wasn't giving up 25. Nah, no. especially not to a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, Jacob, you uh, you got anything else? If uh, if if not, I think we're about to uh, to the end of this thing. Get Colin in in, in bed in time for uh, yeah, bedtime. Sleepy time. Sleepy. Yeah, time. we we gotta yeah we gotta get him his beauty sleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, deal. Hey, we wanna, we want to thank thank Colin Oliver, of course, for coming on the Cowboy Chronicles. Thank you to the people at prediction.com for putting this whole thing together and uh thank for all the to all the fans who jumped in and asked asked, asked some questions or just followed along and listened uh, put up with uh with our technical difficulties that uh call to fight through so we got it done this was a lot of fun hopefully we can do this again in the future that would be fantastic uh but uh but that'll do it from here thank you for listening to the cowboy chronicles and following along here on prediction.com 